Hello everyone, welcome to Critting Grin, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast set in the homebrew fantasy world of Solaris on the continent of Alteratus. At the table, we have the three players that will bring to life our adventurers. To my right, we now have... Hi, my name is Katie. I play Arya Arcalis, and she's a tiefling rogue who is worried about Cinder's return. And I am Brian. I play Kelbrix Goldfound, a human grave cleric. And Kelbrix is kind of worried about uh, the ramifications of going against his deity and bringing someone back from the dead. I'm Jason. I'm playing Gora Thunderfist, a uh, Goliath Fire. And I am also worried uh, because I want to know if we can get the stench of Cinder out of this pot after she's done basting, and then we can use it on the chickens that we were talking about. Right, right. <laughs> and my name is Eric, and I will be your dungeon master in this chapter of our tale. So, when last we left off the party, you had helped with the preparations in getting Syndra basted in the pot, if you will. Um, as you were more or less just kind of waiting for that 24-hour period so the, the ritual can take place to use <clears throat> excuse me, use the abilities of the cauldron of rebirth. You had made your way around the camp, learned a little bit about some of the druid folk that were around in the druid circle. You had met the the nudist Roman who decided to take a brisk dive into the lake. You were reunited or... Um, Reunited is probably not the right word to use, but you were reintroduced to Glade, the city's guardian or protector. Um, and as the day or the evening wound down, you were told by Oleth that you know you can settle down for a rest here till morning, and go from there. So. We start this with you waking up from your campsite. The gentle sound of rain hitting the earth and the various um, buildings or tent structures. And what I'd like to have each one of you do is roll me a d20. <coughs> Three. Four. Five. <laughs> Wild. Wow. <laughs> so literally three, four, and five. So good Ari will be the first to awake with the lowest number. You awaken to hear Gorath snoring away. And see Kelberg's resting. What would you like to do? We were inside the main building, right? Um, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Is there anyone else around? 
Um, let's switch over to our map for those of you viewing on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, all those good things. I currently have your tokens there. You can position your tokens where you would have liked to have set up for the evening. So why don't we go ahead and do that now. Where would you like to be, Ari? Somewhere in the main structure. Going back by the stairs. Back here or back like here? Back there. Okay. Over by, by the, the wine. By the alcohol. <laughs> by the alcohol. <laughs> so for those of you listening, Ari will be in the upper left corner of the structure by the wine barrels. And then I thought I was out by the fire pit. Out back by the fire pit. Yeah. Okay, so Gorath is out I back by the fire pit. Out and back Kelber. by the fire pit okay. as well. Alright, so just hide inside. Yeah. You all are getting rained on, so. Yeah. <laughs> we have the, the nice, lovely, smoking fire. Correct. By us. Um, to answer your question, Ari, there is no one down in the kind of common area of the building here. You do hear commotion above you from the second floor apartment of Olaith. That's about it. I want to go upstairs and knock on the door. Okay, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you will make your way up the stairs. you do the door will be closed as you knock on the door the shuffling and the the movement stops for a moment and then you can hear the sound of uh, footsteps getting closer to the door as the door is opened if I get on the right layer, you will see Olaith standing there. Uh, good morning, Ari. Good morning. Was I too loud? Did I wake you? No, not at all. I just wanted to check on Sandra. Oh, by all means, come in. So she will move aside and kind of show you into the apartment. And she will point you in the direction of Sindra. As you will see, she is resting peacefully, kind of tucked in this this iron cauldron. Um, she's currently wearing what looks like some type of um, like ceremonial robe or gown or something like that, as they have neatly kind of placed and packed the salt inside the cauldron and you'll see there see her in there as she is resting peacefully I'm going to turn to Olaith and ask is it alright if I stay here a moment with her um yes by all means I will uh, be over here 
Take as much time as you need. She steps over towards a bookcase and begins to look through various books she has, giving you some privacy. I send her stuff, like her bag and things nearby. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check. Reverse pickpocketing. <laughs> Don't forget that. Plus five for the gloves of thievery. So those are for sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to still have them? No, no. I'm talking about if you reverse. Okay. Yeah. If you were to reverse <clears throat> right. pickpocket. Um, I got an unnatural twenty-one. Oh, during perception. 21. Okay. Um, her belongings have been folded neatly and slid and placed underneath the bed. You'd have to maneuver past the pot to get in there, and it's a very tight squeeze. I'm gonna try. Okay, that would be either an athletics or an acrobatics to not disturb the pot. Going for acrobatics. Twelve. Okay, twelve is <laughs> adequate. It's very close. You have a brief, a brief moment where you almost kind of nudge it or kind of stumble or stagger into it, but you kind of catch your balance and stop. You make your way towards the head of the bed, where her belongings have been nice and neatly kind of tucked underneath it. Does it seem like Olaith was like? No. Looking or anything. No, no. She is uh, giving you your space, if you will. Okay. And then I'm going to take the shirt I had previously stolen from Sendra and that, shove it under the bed. That would be a sleight of hand, yes. <laughs> okay. On uh, that 22. Dirty 22? Yep. It will, you will gently place the items discreetly back. Amongst the other belongings. And then I'm gonna proceed to go past the pot again. (laughs) Sure, yeah. The 12 will be adequate enough. You'll maneuver your way back out. And I'm gonna, like, take a moment and, like, I'm, I don't know, praying to some deity over her. Sure. Go ahead and give me a religion check. (laughs) Let's let's do deception. Ooh, 18. (laughs) You... Begin to utter like random words, and <laughs> your passive perception is what? Um, a twenty. A twenty. She's <laughs> in doing so. You are caught off guard by a figure sitting on the little side table by the bed. It almost looks as if it's a satyr sitting in there and he has this look on his face and he winks at you (laughs) and you kind of take a a second glance and when you look back that image is gone some wild trickster god (laughs) possibly Um. now while that's all taking place we will go to the person who rolled the four which I think is Gorath that's me as you now feel the dampness from the rain beginning to soak in as the rain slowly increases. A roll of thunder in the distance can be heard, and the sky is, even though it's daytime, it's very gloomy and gray. The sun is trying to fight through, but just unable to at this point. What would you like to do, Gora? All right, I'll get up, get my bedroll and all that fun stuff. Uh, 
ring it out. <laughs> ring it out. I'm going to go over and like nudge Calbrix. As Calbrix, you feel the same sensation as the ring has intensified. Did you pee on me? Gross. Not this morning. <laughs> oh. Oh. Previously? Uh, uh, okay. You regret asking that now, don't you? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll also go ahead and start packing up my bedroll and stuff. Okay. I weigh inside and then uh, just go over by the fire. I'm not really worried about Ari because. Ari does what Ari does when we're not looking, so I'm going to go in and warm up and see if there's any food. There is food. Um, as stated before, um, we've got our tomatoes and grapes and pears yeah, and bread. Is, there is some cheeses, bread, some fruits, vegetables that are spread on the nearby tables that you can gather uh, a breakfast meal from. Right, right, I'll, like. I'll be grabbing a couple handfuls and then heading over to the fire to dry out. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in and sit at the table. Awesome. Wait and, and contemplate. Okay. Alright. So we'll come back to Ari. Do you have anything else you're going to do? Are you going to make your way downstairs? I mean, No, at that point, I'll just go downstairs. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> you all will see as Ari slowly makes her... Well, Kelbrooks will be the first one to see um, as Ari makes her way down the stairs slowly. Good morning. Good morning. Then I'll head over to the table. So what what were you doing upstairs? I was just uh, checking on Cinder. Uh, okay. She's cooking well. <laughs> we really gotta quit referring to it as cooking. Gratha. She's in a giant pot with salt. I don't know what else I you mean, want me to say. <laughs> basting. Basting. <laughs> Marinating. Gorath's gonna keep getting the wrong idea on that. I think it's funny and just let him. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. About let's see. It's early morning. It was what a, around midday when the uh, ritual started. Right. So right. you got a, you got a couple hours to kill before you believe. Okay. Um. I'm gonna go out and uh, check on our horses. And make sure that uh, Roman hasn't done anything as he's the kind of caretaker of the livestock. Make sure that he hasn't done anything uh, untoward towards okay. our horses. <laughs> so when you venture out to check on the horses, um, go ahead and give me an insight check as well. Let's start with the perception and then an insight check, please. All right. Perception is a nine. Okay. And... Insight is a 10. Excellent. That'll work. You look at the horses. They seem to be well taken care of. There is uh, food nearby, and they obviously have like grass and things that they can okay. uh, eat from. Um, but they seem to be uneasy. Mm. 
More specifically, Sam. Sam seems on edge, very uneasy. As the rain begins to become more of a steady fall, um, thunder grows a little closer. You can see an occasional flash of lightning. Okay. Seems to be some sort of storm kind of moving in or settling in. I'm going to holler back towards Ari. Hey, hey Ari. Um, Sam, Sam seems uh, a little on edge. Okay. Come out here and join Kelbricks. Yeah, go ahead and give me an insight check as well. And I'll give you advantage because Kelbricks kind of picked up on something. 18. Okay. Sam is definitely agitated. Very uneasy. Um, as well as Buttercup and Dwarven Horse is just Dwarven Horse guys. Let's let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> Good horse. <laughs> I am going to go over to Sam and see mm-hmm. if I can try and calm her down a bit. Sure. Or see if there's something more obviously wrong. Sure, go ahead and give me an animal handling check. Well, six, three and three. Well, (laughs) you are able to kind of give her a little bit of comfort, but she's still very uneasy as like you go to like pat her, her, her face or her head and she just kind of takes her head and nudges it into you, not violently, but enough to be alerting, if you will. Um, Kelbricks, Ari, you both hear in the distance what sounds like calling. Oh, good. But it's in, it's in the distance. <sighs> mm. Now, do remember, Olea did say been. There has been increased ravens like flocking or, or um, flying over their grove. Just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. You heard the ravens too, right? Yeah. We should probably tell Gorath. Tell Gorath. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> So he can panic. So he can exactly. Oh. That's <laughs> maybe tell Leah that uh, we think the concerned or not. Yeah, that the cob the ravens might be coming here after us and the map. Yeah. And Sendra and yeah. Great. Came into this nice peaceful grove and brought war and violence. I'll let you handle that. <laughs> I'll just As Ari scoots quickly into the building to find Gorath, leaving Kelbrick's dumbfounded. Like, what just happened? What did you say? Okay. And Gorath, you're Gorath. nice and warm and toasty by the fire, sir. Eat my food. Minding my own business. Mm-hmm. Gorath the Ravens. <laughs> what about the birds? They might be coming. <laughs> 
how, how do they might be coming? Are they coming or are they not coming? How do we think that there's a might in this? We heard some calling. Just, so is they it could just be regular on the way? birds, or is it, it could just... be regular birds? <laughs> it could be the ones trying to kill you and us. <laughs> That's just silly. That's just silly. All right. Well, I'm gonna go out front. Okay. So you will make your way out front. And when you go out there, Gwarath, you don't hear anything but rain, occasional thunder, see a flash of lightning. It's kind of quiet. You notice the horses are a little agitated. Dwarven horse looks at you, kind of chews on some feed that he has, and then looks back down to the ground and begins to chew on some grass. All right. I'm just going to stand right here for now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to head up the stairs and uh, knock on the door. Uh, the door is actually going to be open. So you can like knock on the side of the... Well, I guess you could knock on the door still. Yeah. And you will see and as Olaith makes her way to the door to, meet, to greet you. Um, good good morning, Kelvrix. Good morning. Um, I have a question. How um, how far out, uh, if I recall correctly, you have some barriers or, or some methods of protection on this grove that we somehow made it past without any issues. Um, how, how far out do those go? Um, there are some set beyond the perimeter and then of the, the tree line. Um, and then we have 40 to 50 feet from the village's edge. There are some dispersed. Um, the directional path or path that you had taken to enter in, we had some previous encounters with those ravens I had spoke of. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there something troubling you? Well, the uh, the horses seem uneasy, and both Ari and myself were outside and heard some, you know, ravens, or what sounded like ravens, cawing in the distance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, we, we know that they are kind of after us to an extent, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said... Just wanted to know if there was a a heads up, possibly, before they came into the... There are several measures in place, yes. We should be alerted if they encroach uncomfortably on our territory. I will send Glade uh, to walk the perimeter and make sure things are still good, is what she says. Okay. And um, just let them know that these individuals are very dangerous. I, I will. I will. So, probably not best to try and fight multiple of them on their own. Okay, I will pass along the word. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all. I guess we will wait 
for a couple more hours till Syndra's ready. Okay. So Olayeth will now gently close the door as she will go about tending to businesses. As you all will be inside the building as the rain continues to fall gently. And eating fresh cheeses and fruits and breads and things for your morning meal. Kevricks, you'll see that Gorath has made his way outside the building. I have disappeared. And the rogue has once... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the rogue has vanished. <laughs> As Ari is... Now I'm going to go back in since I didn't hear anything. Yep. Gorath makes his way back in. There's nothing out there. It's just raining. There were definitely some ravens, but, uh, okay. Yeah, there's there's definitely something. Hopefully they're not coming here, but, um, I guess we'll see. You're just gonna stand over there? If there's nothing else you guys wish to do for the sake of our listeners, yep. I will kind of advance time or fast forward time as it passes. As 20 ravens show up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. All is well. Everything seems to be calm. Um, Dolan will make his way upstairs within a few hours or so of you guys kind of resting and keeping yourself warm by the fire. Um, and... At the appointed time, you will hear the door uh, of Olea's apartment open. She will make her way down the stairs, and she will gather you. And she says, it is time. Come. And she gathers you. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll all head upstairs. Or at least I know I will. I'll head up? Yep. Look at there, you're already upstairs. Whoa. Hey! Magic of roll 20. Thank you, roll 20. I want to be by the door. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and position your tokens wherever you guys want to position yourself. So not much room to maneuver up here. Not necessarily. Well, it's fine where I'd like to be. There's Olaeth's token. There we go. Okie dokie. So you gather up here, show a motion for you guys to come around to kind of the room where Cinder is. Alright. So, come down here. Alright. <laughs> As you will all see um, the iron cauldron of rebirth large enough to fit a medium sized person into Kelbrick. So, this will be the first time that you actually see her in this robe or gown, gently kind of laid in the pot um, with the salt kind of packed very nice and evenly all around her. She's, she seems to be at peace, resting peacefully. Um, very pale, cold, but peacefully resting. Right. Olaeth will say, 
is there anything you all wish to say or do before we commence? Nope. Dolan looks when you like quickly answer it. You're like, geez. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll just stand there. I'll bow my head and say a uh, little quiet prayer in my head. Okay, go ahead and give me a religion roll. Korath, anything you want to do? No, I'm just waiting for uh, her Goodbye. to be back a part of the team. Okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, religion, that's 13 plus 2 for 15. That's good. All right. So, after you finish muttering your pair, prayer, excuse me, Olayeth will look to you, Kelbrooks, give you a subtle nod. As she will lay her hands on the cauldron, she too will mutter something underneath her breath in a language none of you speak. As Dolan will also lower his head in reverence, and within a matter of a few moments, Olayeth will stagger back a little bit, kind of gathering her composure. And she looks to you and says, now we wait. I mean, okay. Wait for... <gasps> As Sendra quickly raises out of the iron pot, like sits up, salt is tossed out of and everywhere. She looks to you. Her breathing is heavy. Her eyes are wide. And she says, There's a traitor amongst our mist. Kelrix. And then she just kind of like lowers back into and lays in the pot. Confusion. All around the room, I'm sure, as Olayeth looks confused. Dolan's like, what? What did she say? What did she say? Looks to you, Ari. I, I don't... She said something to Kelrix. There's... I don't know. She, she said there's a traitor amongst us. Amongst us? <laughs> or amongst... I, that that was just it. That, I mean, I don't... I, I don't know. I, I, I'm... As you all stand there, confused, pondering, you hear the flutter of wings all around the building. I think we misheard her in her head. A trader, as in they trade goods. Not a traitor. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous to think there's a traitor here. It's a None traitor. None of us trade things. Well, these people might. The cacophony <laughs> of calling echoes loud above you. We're going to die. <laughs> uh, is there like a place we can not fight these people again? <laughs> Olayeth will move past you as she starts to make her way out of the building. Okay. Dolan will quickly accompany her. Also, oh, is, is she good? Is she dead again? Or is she just unconscious? Uh, go ahead and give me a um, medicine <laughs> check. Six! She's breathing. Six is good enough to determine she's breathing. Her wounds that were there have closed and healed. She seems to be exhausted and resting, just unconscious right now. Okay. Um, 
Are there any windows up on this like floor or anything? Um, there are windows. Fuck. All right. I'm assuming you want to look out them. Yes, I go ahead, will. Go ahead and I'll give me a perception. Take check. a look out these windows. Nine plus five for fourteen. Fourteen is good. Is anybody else peeking out the windows? No, Gorath's going downstairs. Okay, Gorath is making his way down the stairs. Ari, I am still standing there in slight Sorry. confusion and also pondering okay. if she's alive or not. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll put you near the bot there. Yeah, let's put you right there. Kelbrix, you see four figures coming down the pathway. Three of them cloaked, robed. One figure looks to be Glade as she is bound and held by two cloaked figures. A prominent, short, stout figure that is cloaked seems to be leading the three with are the two that have Glade into the Druid Circle. As you hear, Come on out! You can't hide from me! Gorath, you reach the bottom of the stairs and hear the sound of a dwarven male voice oh, calling yes. out. Oh no. <laughs> Gorath's gonna run out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. The Raven wants what he wants. He's through playing games with you. Give us the map now. That's what you hear yelled out, and it echoes. And after that, it's almost a, as if a chorus of ravens just call out and kind of like uh, heckle everyone inside the building. We'll switch over to our maps here. As you guys will be able to position yourselves on the map. So the rain actually grows in intensity. It begins to get a little heavier. Clap of thunder is loud over top. And are you're still you're gonna be upstairs still I'm assuming. And well, I will put you not on there. Kelbricks, you... I mean, I I would be heading downstairs, and okay. honestly, I would have been selling Ari, hey, let, we, we should get downstairs. Okay, okay. Is there any, like, paper quill upstairs? Oh, there is, yeah. Nearby table. <laughs> would I be able to try and copy most of the map onto something? You can gather the quill and the paper and potentially start doing so, yes. Let's make it a... Let's make it a wisdom. Just a straight wisdom roll to start the process. 18 and 3 is <laughs> 21. Okay, so... You will begin the process. It's going to take some time but you will begin the process. Okay. As Kelbrix, you make your way out there. Gorath is... What are you doing, Gorath? Uh, I, pretty much right there. That's where I'm going to stand my ground. Alright. As you will see Gorath making his way to his 
defensive point or his standing point. Yeah. Whereas you can see this dwarf is got a large raven resting on his left shoulder. The cloak he has is just a standard black cloak. No feathers, adornments, or anything. He has um, studded leathers on that are black, dark browns. There are some symbols of ravens woven into the leather. He is not wearing a mask. He is bold. He wants you to see his face. Give us the map. Kelbrooks, you will see all this. All right, all right. The map's coming. Just take it easy. I'm not stupid like the others. Give me the fucking map, is what he'll say. Or you will all die. (laughs) The dwarf makes threats. You, bold and stupid, will be the first to go, is what he'll say. I would like to see you try, little dwarf. Let's roll an initiative, because this is going into it. I have an eight. I am upstairs still, but I have a 21. Okay. Kelbricks? I have a 14. Oh! I rolled a 16. (laughs) Impressive. Yeah. So I said Kelbricks means business. I see this. Such a large initiative order. It is very large. Alright, you had what was yours, Ari? 21. Okay. Now, Ari is not on the roof, for those of you watching. I just have her roughly in the position she would be at on the second floor. Though she would not be opposed to getting on the roof. <laughs> Possibly, yes. <laughs> okay, so. I got a lot of rolling to do, so I need filler. Somebody talk while I do all these rollings. This is going to be interesting. I can't wait to see Gorath smash this dwarf. If I can hit him, he's tiny. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be just like the birds. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing. There are five birds that I can see. There's four on the roof and one on his shoulder. On the roof? On the roof behind me. Yeah, that's why I was laughing when you're like, I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed to getting on the roof. Yeah, never mind, I resend that. You will be surrounded. (laughs) Okay. Oh boy. Let's see. I hope you both know if I successfully copy this map, I'm setting the other one on fire. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Oh god. No. Which will just make it worse, but that yeah, <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay, well that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so you could try and stop me. So this all I got. My stuff got unequipped.
I'm just reading up on my uh, my mace. Oh yeah. Fancy magic mace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I got a couple different couple different uh, new fancy things. So the one thing that would be good for you, if you do get on the roof, is the poison spray. It'll work this time. You're close <laughs> enough. Real. Correct. Ten foot range. Did we get two of the birds at least? Let's see. I'm, bear with me. I'm almost done here. You are mm -hmm. good. I got a lot of things to roll for. You're good. I have green flame blade. Yep, that's one of the one of the abilities from the ring. Yeah. Ring as well. Hmm. Mage armor. Okay, I think. I got everything I need. All right. B&B Dion doesn't want to work with me today. <laughs> yeah. We also got the, the rain effects on the map are, are lagging out a little bit. No. That's awful. I know. All that post-editing you're asking you to make those raindrops work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 about that, huh? About that one. Okay. All right. So, as our initiative will stand, we currently have Ari with a 21, Kelbrooks with a 14, Olayeth the Elder with an 11, Gorath has an 8, Dolan has an 8. Um, the Raven Folk have seven, and the Dwarf, who has challenged Korath, <laughs> has a five, and Glade has a two. The Ravens are a one. The Ravens will act as one. They'll go on the same initiative count. And Ari, if you are going to continue to copy this map, I will need a, another wisdom followed by a dexterity. Okay. Wisdom is a 18. Okay. Dex is a 13. Okay, so you quickly begin dipping the quill into the inkwell and scratching the best you can. And so far, so good. You get a fourth of the way done putting, you know, the map together. Alright. Perfect. Alright. And next up will be Kelbricks. Alright. I'm gonna Ooh, are these ten these are ten foot squares? They, they should be. Are oh they boy, they are. Okay, so I will move my 30 feet up. All right. And 
You know what? I will I will use my action to dash and go another thirty feet. Okay. I'm getting close to Gorath. And that will end my turn. Okay. Olayeth is up next. And she is going to extend her right hand as vines begin to sprout from what looks like the palm of her hand and they begin to twist and knot and form a quarterstaff. And she is going to, once the quarterstaff has shaped, she will kind of take it firmly in her right hand and kind of plant it into the ground. She will observe. The only other thing she will do is say, let the girl go. She yells across the way. Mr. the door will just go, <laughs> no. Korath, it is your turn. All right. I will pull out my shield and the, the great the, the, the Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stay there for now and set a reaction to uh, dodge just in oh. case anything goofy happens. Okay. And then I will also say... These territories... <laughs> Let me get my voice out. Here we, here we get my voice. All right, here we go. <laughs> there we go. These territories are the territories of my friend Bear and Calvin. Anyone that comes in here and disrupts them is under my protection. You come here and disrespect Bear. You will deal with me. Did you say Calvin? <laughs> Calvin. You, you said it right? Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> Fun. He did. I'll tell you what. I think give he did me that an in, intimidation check. I think he said it correctly on purpose. Oh my. I'm so proud of him. Very good. He must really like Kelvin. That's only an eight though. It's Kelvin. Shit. Oh <laughs> it's not Calvin. He oh. said it wrong. <laughs> oh, <I feel> yes. <laughs> What'd you have? I'm sorry. I have eight. Okay. It's his name's Kelvin. I said Calvin. Alright, yeah. Kelvin is his name. Man, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it is <laughs> alright so with that being said Dolan will do the same thing as Olaethus he will take both of his hands and he will kind of like pull them together and then he separates them and as he does these vines will kind of emanate from both the palms of his hands and he will form a quarterstaff and he too will plant it there backing up his elder The two raven folk that currently have Glade restrained will continue to successfully restrain Glade as the dwarf with the raven on shoulder begins to slowly walk up, confident as you see him reach underneath his cloak, pull forth the shield, and then he will pull from his side a beautiful looking dark steel raven motifed designed great axe and he looks to you and he says you you are going to fall giant and he will continue to walk as he essentially will dash towards the Ugorath 
as it is now Glade's turn. She attempts to struggle free. She shows sign of combat already. Um, so she's in a weakened state or damaged, battle damaged, as she is unable to break free. The ravens will continue to just mock and cry, creating a little bit of irritation or aggravation amongst the group. And Grath, I'd like for you to give me a wisdom saving throw with advantage because you struggle with birds. <laughs> <laughs> and this might be intimidating for you. Oh, that's a nine. A nine? Yep. Shit. Graf, no. <laughs> well, the number was a ten, <laughs> so you are intimidated by the birds. So it's not the dwarf, anything it's the bird. else, anything else that you fight, you're good. <laughs> when you either are fighting a bird or in the <laughs> presence of a bird, you're a little gun shy. So you see this massive raven on the shoulder of this dwarf. You're intimidated by that as it kind of spreads its wings, and it's got a big wingspan. Like it looks like a hawk. It's that big. I like, guess really <laughs> big. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and that's going to be that turn as we go back to Ari. Top of the second round. I'm still working on the map. Yep. Continue to do a wisdom and dexterity check. That'll be for how much you remember and how skillful you are with the quill. Wisdom is a 20. That's good. Where the hell were these rolls in previous episodes, guys? (laughs) Shit. Dex is a 10. Okay. You get a little sloppy. You're about halfway through, but that's to be under, you know, expected because you're trying to hurry up and get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can hear the the ravens beginning to kind of heckle and and, and mock your friends. Kelbrooks, you're up again. Okay. I. I'm gonna move up 20 feet yep look to Gorath we got this we can do it I'm worried about the dwarf <laughs> worried about the bird the bird <laughs> is bad. fine <laughs> there's, there's birds everywhere <laughs> don't worry about the birds we're being watched over it's okay and I'm going to cast Bless. Oh, nice. On myself and Gorath. All right, Gorath, that'll be your turn now. Is it Elias or is she holding? Yeah, she, okay. she, she and Dolan are, are back there. Well, I can't move forward or backwards because I can't move towards <laughs> anything that I'm afraid of. Hmm. I guess I got to do a wisdom save. To try to break the fear. Yeah. Yeah. You can still have advantage, especially with Kelbrick's words of inspiration. And, and, and you get a even D4. though he didn't the use D4. an inspiration point, he he is inspiring, and you do get the D four blessed. Twelve and seventeen or sixteen. Okay, that is enough. The words of Kelbrick's ring Kelbrick's bring true in your ear. 
as you are no longer frightened by the presence of these heckling birds. They are just stupid birds. This is stupid birds. All mm. right, we're going to kill these birds first before this stupid dwarf. <laughs> All right. But unfortunately, you won't be able to move just yet. I can't move yet. Okay. The yeah, the wisdom's okay. Yep. All right, so Aleth will, will, will stand her ground as she seems to be in a protecting position over the building. Gorath has shaken his fear from the birds, and Dolan will also hold protecting the building with the Elder. The raven folk are going to continue to maintain their hold over Glade, as it is now time for the dwarf. As his walk and stride now turns into a bit of a jog as he's starting to ramp up and build his momentum towards Gorath and Kelbricks. The battle axe goes from resting on the shoulder down to the side as he begins to jog. Shield and right, weapon and left. We'll be able to get to about there. As he does a holdout movement towards the rest of you. When he gets to that position, he begins to make like this grunting, like battle kind of cries and grunts as he starts heading there. Glade, as it is her turn now, attempts to break free and actually will break free from one of the Raven folk holding. Um, and she is going to attempt to um, continue to struggle as she is like halfway free from the two that are holding her. The ravens continue to do their thing. They continue to heckle and cry. Nothing else as it comes back to the top of round three with Ari. Alright. Still working on this map. Wisdom is a unnat 22. Oh man. <laughs> You should be a cartographer, not a rogue. Apparently. Oh, shit. Wow. Dex is a nat 23. <laughs> yeah. So not only do you get this map three-fourths of the way done, you go back and correct the mistakes from your previous attempt to clean it up to where it's looking really good right now. You're very impressed with yourself. I should not have gone into this thievery business. Just make maps. Right. <laughs> As it now is Kelbrick's turn <laughs> with the dwarf charging. Alright. Um, with the dwarf charging at us, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this kicked off. I'm gonna look at this dwarf and say, you will fall here. And I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at him. So, and I'm doing it at first level. Mm -hmm. da, da, da. For a 16 to hit. So, the bolt strikes true as he will use his reaction and he will raise his shield Damn. to parry the attack, deflecting the bolt. As he just says, <laughs> and keeps running. Anything else in your bag of tricks, sir? Nope. That okay. is all. All right. Olayeth will continue to stand there. 
Gorath, it'll be your turn. Gorath will move up. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> then I am going to take a swing at the bird. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on his shoulder. <laughs> I love it. You damn birds. I'm sick of the birds already. Yep, I don't blame you. Alright, one handed attack. With the great hammer. Oh. <gasps> what? Did you get plus? I did. <laughs> Hashtag plus. <laughs> So, Gorath, don't forget bless. Don't forget <laughs> bless. <laughs> cast it on yourself and manage to forget. I know. It's because I never cast it on myself. <laughs> I would have been an 18. Damn. Still would have missed. Yeah. <laughs> By one. <laughs> Pausing for time here. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't do those royalties. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot again. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by silence. 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 That's a silence. Random music. Yeah, exactly. I love it. All right. There uh, are. Are you going to do something? I'm going to do something. Okay. One handed attack. Okay. <laughs> One-handed attack with the Warren Hammer. The Warren Hammer. Ah, that's a nine. Yeah, wait a minute. Let me double check. Hang on. He's going against the bird. All right, that's an (laughs) eleven. Eleven to hit the bird on his shoulder. I swear to fucking goodness, gracious God, there. (laughs) <laughs> you missed that bird. <laughs> you cannot hit a bird with a shit. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, hopefully I hopefully I throw the dwarf off his game. No, he would yeah, it wouldn't work that way. Um yeah, so now it's Dolan's turn who continues to hold his ground as we have activity back here from these two Raven folk. As the one who still has hold of Glade will try to maintain hold and will do so. The other who lost a hold of Glade will try to regain a grapple. And both of them will maintain and wrestle Glade to the ground as they will both draw out weapons. uh, Looking as if they're going to make a strike against her and that will end their turn as it is now the dwarf's turn as he approaches in a charge towards Gorath and Gorath swung one handed at the raven resting on the dwarf's left shoulder the dwarf is going to shield bash against like he's going to run right into your gut since you're kind of exposed he's going to bash the shield into that as he has a 15 Uh, that will hit my armor class is 15 okay and he will deal why got all these dice and can't find the ones I need (laughs) Um, he will deal 10 points of bludgeoning damage. I will also 
need you to give me a strength saving throw. I will give you an advantage because you are a Goliath. And even though you're a medium creature, I think you're like, you're technically with, what is that, the Goliath uh, strength or something like that? Yeah, matches with uh, anything one size larger. Yeah, I think I think this makes sense. So I'll give you advantage. Blessed or not? Uh, currently. Until saving I, throw, yeah. Until I murder Kelbergs. <laughs> <laughs> 26. You stand Dang. firm. You're not knocked prone. Um, but you still definitely take the damage. As the dwarf will recoil and he say, Oh, good, you you have spirit. This will be fun. <laughs> and he will then take his great axe for his second attack. And he will swing it on you. With a 18 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, my apologies. A 15 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And we'll roll one of these. Oh, as he oh, that's shitty. He would deal <laughs> six points of slashing damage with the great axe he is currently wielding. are you looking, Gorath? Uh, 26. As he sees that you are okay with that, he will then take his third strike. Take a third strike, that's correct. <laughs> that is a 19, which will hit. That is 10 points of slashing damage. <laughs> What's the matter, Goliath? Too weak traveling amongst the peons you travel with? Worried about you, little dwarf. I want the bird. (laughs) (laughs) Do not touch my bird. (laughs) Oh. It will be Glade's turn as she is unable to break free. The two have essentially nat 20 grappled her, both of them, Mm. and pinned her to the ground, incapacitating her as she kind of looks towards you, Kelbricks. There's a little fear in her eyes as if she thinks this could be it. The Ravens will continue to heckle and annoy as we come to the top of round four with Ari quickly cartographing a map. Oh. <laughs> this is where I fail. Uh, that's a six for wisdom. Okay, you can't remember the last quarter of the map. Like, oh, what was I it? I have the map with me, don't I? You, you do, but you're in a frantic... <laughs> Nat one. And... Uh, so, four for next. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so this is a skill. This is interesting. This is during combat. So you will knock, as you dip your quill in, you knock the inkwell onto the map, covering the map, half the map in ink. The one, the one I'm working on, or the yeah. other one? The one you're working on, okay. yeah, with the nat one. Fuck! <laughs> so, there's plenty of parchment nearby if you want to try again. No! <laughs> okay. It's, it's ruined. I'm going to grab it anyway, mm-hmm. whatever's left of it, mm-hmm. and head downstairs. Okay. <laughs> or See. wait. 
Is there roof access from the window? You could, yeah. I'm going to go for the roof you're then. Gonna la- you're going to Aladdin on the roof there? Yeah. Okay, sounds great. Go ahead and give me a acrobatics or athletics check. Uh-oh. Go acrobatics. 18. Oh, excellent. So quickly grabbing all that map, you uh, sprint over to the window. You lean out and grab a hold of the thatched roof and begin to climb the roof, only to see four ravens that as soon as you stick your head above the roof have been anticipating and they are all going to attack and peck you. Nice. They will swarm as their held actions. And technically, their movement would be their held, so you're good so far. But they start, like, beating at you with their wings and so forth. Um, Stupid ravens! (laughs) Kelbricks, you are up. Alright, um, I am going to use level 2 spell slot to cast spiritual weapon, and I'm going to place a weapon right here. Actually, no, I'm going to do it right here, because I'm going to go after the bird. Okay, what do you want your weapon to be? Uh, a nice little mace. Alright, I like mace. So you have nice to find some sort of generic looking thing to put on there. I'll probably just I'm do a little circle. Here. Going to drop my d20, one of them, and I'm going to strike out at the bird. The spirit where, where did you want to put it down? I'm sorry. Uh, right, basically right here, right to the corner. Oh, okay, okay, I'll do that. And you're striking, striking the bird, the bird. and that's a 21 <laughs> oh. to hit this bird that will hit the bird all right perfect and that'll be eight points of damage eight points of damage is the exact amount this particular raven has it's a lot beefier than the others (laughs) i'm just i'm gonna yell out and say fuck your bird okay (laughs) as as uh my action i am going to cast uh, sacred flame on this dwarf. Okay. So he has to make a dex saving throw DC 13. Alright, we'll do that right now. Oh, it's gonna be close. Uh, look at his dex. Oh, he fails. Perfect. Not so perfect. But okay. He will take uh, four points of radiant damage. Okay. This seems to anger said dwarf as he looks with intense eyes glaring directly at you Kelbrix and he kind of points and says you're next as a bird falls to the ground just uh-huh. your bird <laughs> <laughs> alright so at this point Olaeth is going to tell Dolan hold the building and she's going to run inside the building That will be her turn as it is now Gorath's turn. Alright, Gorath will one arm strike down at the dwarf as he successfully has uh, swung by the bird, but he didn't see the spiritual weapon kill the bird, so mm-hmm. he's fixing his head. It was the wind from his mighty strike that killed the bird. I killed the it. bird. Yes. Mm hmm. 
that is a 27 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that will hit. Yeah. <laughs> that is 12 points of damage. Yep, that's some damage, all right. And then I shall <laughs> action search. You get a one additional action on my turn. Okay. That's a 15 to hit. That will not hit. That will miss. No. She's blessed. Yeah. That was blessed. Yeah. And that will be my turn. All right. At this point, Dolan will hear you, Ari, above him as he steps out, looks up to see these ravens and he is going to cast okay. <laughs> entangle maybe so he will create a 20 foot square and has a range of 90 feet so he will create smattering of vines and things that begin to spring out from the thatch roof and begin to grab a hold of two of these ravens. Alright. Let me put a square on there so that we can keep track of where the entangle spell went to. Um, I think it's going to be So two of these are entangled by the druid's magic of Dolan. Grab those two. Um, and that basically will say that the creatures in the area, strength saving throw, or they're restrained. So they will make a strength saving throw. Ooh. Okay, one of them, let me double check some stats to make sure, need his spell save DC, which is, one of them is restrained, the other one is able to kind of flap or fly above the entangle and not become entangled, so spider web there to show the restrained bird, and that will be Dolan's turn as the two ravens that have glade restrained are going to strike at her with sickles and violently try to take her out that's a nat 20 just had to put that out there that is not so good so one of them strikes with a lot of precision and damage Come on, Glade. You can survive this. Good news. Oh, we have a cauldron. <laughs> okay, and the sickle will deal quite a bit of damage. Korath, get ready and to carry another 200 pounds worth of salt. 
<laughs> okay. Die first too. The Raven folk on the left side will plunge the sickle into the rib cage and rip and pull, and it's Ooh. bad. She looks to you again, and just her eyes go blank. And her color fades fast as she just kind of slumps into the moss-covered cobble. As it'll now be the dwarf's turn, who is now enraged as he goes into a frenzy. That's just descriptions, not statistics for any of you really, <laughs> really good D&D DMs or players. Just being descriptive. As he's going to make his first attack on Gorath. That is going to be an 18. That'll hit. And this will be... Oh my god, thank you. This will be 20 points of damage. Oh. Slashing. I'm going to use my reaction. <laughs> uh, stones Endurance. Oh, give me an explanation on that. Does a reaction reduce the damage dealt to you by 1d12 plus 3? Oh, that's so good for you. Yeah. So reduce that by 10. Whoa. So we had, what was I say, 20? So yep. you half damage. So you're down to six. <laughs> <laughs> you will fall. And open. That is going to be not enough to hit you. It's only going to be a 14. And he will take his third. That's an at 20. Oh. <laughs> no. That's going to be a lot. Ooh, and it's going to be 21 points of slashing on that attack. Ooh. Criticals. Critical damage there. He down. How you faring, buddy? He's down. Oh, Gorath Falls? Yeah, Gorath Falls. Oh. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Um, He then is going to now move as he looks towards the bird on the ground. Move to here, and he looks with a death glare directly towards you, Kelbrooks. And that will end his turn, as it is now no longer Glade's turn. We'll move her for now. The Ravens will now attempt to peck <laughs> two of the four. That is not enough to hit Ari. Neither one of them will hit you, Ari. Is that what in the Ravens turn? Oh, At the top of round five, you are going to all hear and see movement in nearby trees as emanating from the nearby trees are more, are more laying in wait. But with that being said, Kelvin and Bear hear the commotion and make their way out, as well as Roman from their huts. As just to be descriptive, each round is six seconds, and we've went through five rounds for 30 seconds time, just for you number crunchers out there. Mm -hmm. 
they will act on Dolan's initiative order. They will take the same initiative order as Dolan, for those of you watching or keeping track of that. But it is Ari's turn. So you are now up halfway on the roof. I went to... Am I able to pull myself up onto the roof without the ravens? It would be half your speed, but yes. Okay. I'm going to pull myself all the way up onto the roof. Yep. And then extend my hand out with the ring on it. Oh. And cast poison spray. Oh. <laughs> on the two that are right in front of me. Okay. So they need to... Is this a targeting one, right? Uh, it's, yes. Uh... Attack is... Save is constitution. So they got to make a constitution. Yep. 11. Okay. This should be good for the ravens. <laughs> One fails. And so does the other. They both fail. Haha. <laughs> nice. Okay. And then... It's just looking at damage on D12. Yeah. Well, that's one. <laughs> so... One point. One point of poison damage. Well, these ravens only have one point, so they will both fall. Um, the one that was entangled, you will watch the vines as they literally pull it into the thatch and crush it, taking it away. I meant the other one that was not entangled. Okay. My apologies. I lied. Thanks for killing my beautiful description. <laughs> I'm going to kill the other one who is not tingled. That makes better sense. Can't make him fall off the roof. That makes you feel better. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> two of them are down. The other one is still tangled up in the vines, trying to fight away. And there's one above the entangled spell that was able to escape the grapple. And that will end your turn. Uh, as a last thing, I'm gonna turn and kind of like raise the paper that got ink all over it up oh. and be like, "I got the map." <laughs> okay, okay. Give me, go ahead, attention. give me a quick persuasion. Let's see how persuasive you are. Sixteen. Okay, yeah, that, that draws the attention towards the dwarf. And we will now come to the newly entered Raven folk. These are the ones you encountered last. These are the ones with the gloves, the claw-like gloves, and they're a little bit more quote-unquote tougher or intimidating, although, I don't know, you guys ran through them pretty easy. <laughs> um, they are going to go on the same initiative count as they will begin to move towards the person who said, hey, I got the map. So they will come out of the foliage and the tree lines and begin to run. Oh shit. Yeah. Kelbrooks, you're up. Um, I'm gonna run over, reach down, grab Gora, since it's not your time yet, and cast Cure Wounds on him at second level. And the great thing is, since he's unconscious and I'm a Grave Cleric, he heals the full amount. So Gora. You now have 19 hit points. Nice. 2d8 plus 3 for 19 total. I'm going to say, come on, bud. We got this. 
And then for my bonus action, I am going to move my spiritual weapon into range of the dwarf and swing away at this dwarf. You want to put it like right next to him? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Essentially right there. Let's move or attack. It's move and attack. Okay. On as a bonus action, you can just 100% verify. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as a bonus action, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within. Thank five you for the clarification. That's why we keep you around here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that is, well, technically, what you, uh, plus, no, that's, uh, 13. That will not hit the dwarf. Yeah. And, uh, that- Your tricks do not fool me, cleric. You want your bird back? Tricks? Stop what you're doing. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your bird. All right. Is that right. for you? And that's yeah. That's that's all I got. Okay, so Alayath at this point has made her way to the second floor. Just so everybody knows, I'm keeping track of that. Mm-hmm. And it'll go to Gorath, who now has been rejuvenated, if you will. All right. Um, since I fell, am I still blessed or not? You. Oh, that's a cleric question. I think you technically might be because he's the one that has to hold the concentration. Yeah, I I don't know. I I honestly am not sure um, because technically it's an effect on him It'll when fall. you go unconscious. Yep. I believe so okay. you no longer hashtag blessed. I believe that's the case. I'm gonna go with that. That sounds like yeah. the most logical. All right. Well, I do need to stand up. Yep, that's half speed. Half speed. Mm-hmm. Um. I will move myself in between Kelbrix and the dwarf. Oh, thank you. You will hear. I probably accidentally step on the bird. Accidentally on purpose. And I also see. I see bear. Yeah. Now the corner. I, I'm happy now. All right. Now I'm going to strike. Bear. bear as I slam down on the dwarf. All right. And then I would like to use my inspiration and pass that to Gorath to give him advantage. As I say, you got this. Okay. No dwarf can stand up against you. Yep. I'll definitely allow that one. Bear is here. That is a... 24 to hit. That will hit. Nice. That is 10 points of damage. Okay. And then as a bonus action, um, I'd like to use second wind. And that is once per short rest, you can use a bonus action to regain 1d10 plus 4 HP. That sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. 13 points. Okay. And that shall end my turn. All right. Now we have Dolan's turn. As he is going to move about 
40 feet here. So that would be about 10 feet away from an oncoming raven charger that came from the tree line in the forested area moving in towards this building that Dolan was protecting. And he is going to With his right hand, no, sorry, with his left hand, his quarterstaff will be in his right hand. He will produce flame and attempt to cast it on the charging raven folk. And he will hit with a 22. And he will deal a lot of fire damage potentially. No. One point of fire damage from Produce Flame. But I'm actually going to increase it to two because of the feathers and claws are slightly flammable. <laughs> so I'll give him a little extra on that one. Because the hit was really good. Um, that will end Dolan's turn, but Kelvin and Bear have emerged as well as Roman. As Kelvin looks... And he will go uh, uh, towards Bear, and Bear will just charge towards the uh, Raven folk that's also moving in to try to get to that building. And Bear is not playing around. Bear will make two attacks uh, as he will raise up on his hind two legs and strike with the claws first. As he will have a 24, and he will deal 7 slashing on the encroaching raven folk. And then he will clamp down with his mighty jaws for a bite attack for a 16, which will, I believe it does hit. As he will do eight points of piercing damage. And now they are engaged with one another. So it kind of stops the momentum of the Raven as he is tangled with Bear. And Kelvin will continue to stand there looking. But Roman will go as he will. Uh, is he still half naked? He has, he has <laughs> his pants on, but that's about half it. Half naked. Yeah. Um,. He will see what's going on, and he will also throw a Entangle spell. And he's going to try to throw it towards our dwarf. To try to tie up the dwarf. So, potentially, be somewhere around there. And the dwarf will need to make a strength save. I'm pretty sure he just put that to check. Yes, he did. So he's not entangled. But the ground is considered difficult terrain, so he does have maybe a square or so if he tried to maneuver a certain way that it would be, you know, difficult terrain. But that will end Roman's turn. As we now go to the two. 
feathers of the raven is what we're going to go ahead and call them. So for you listeners out there taking notes, the <laughs> lower ranking tier of this uh, cult are called feathers. And the next ranking ones, the ones with the claws, are called the eyes of the raven. You're, you're all welcome. If you want to know how my notes are, it says the lower ones are raven fucks and the newer ones are new raven fucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should have went with yours. Um, so the two feathers of the ravens, the ones that were tangling with glade, they will make this calling noise as there is more rustling, rustling in the tree lines. As more, more of them will make their presence known. And they will begin mm-hmm. to move their movement. The two that made the calling noise and that were dealing with Glade, they will move 30 feet down the moss-covered cobbled stone pathway towards the building that Ari is currently on the roof of. As everybody seems to be trying to converge to that building. Hmm. Um, next will be our dwarven friend as he looks towards very healthy Gorath and he's going to say I did it once I'll fucking do it again he's going to start with three attacks and try to chop down (laughs) this mountain that's a where's this attack on that that's going to be a 18 to hit that'll hit okay Will deal a lot. <laughs> 19 points on that strike. He winds up for two. That one will miss. And then he's just going to take a shield and try to bash you. That is also going to miss with a uh, 12. So that misses as well. He's burned up his turns. Next will be the ravens, as there is literally just two of them. One is entangled, will try to free itself. Nope. The other one will then swoop to peck at Ari. Nope. And that will end round five, putting us to the top of round six. And I think this suspenseful fight will be where we take a break in this chapter of our tale. So tune in next week for the second half of this thrilling combat. Thank you for listening to Creating Grin. Follow us on your favorite podcast format every Friday as we see what happens in the next chapter in our adventurer's tale. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and comment. Help us grow. Let us know how we can improve. You can find all things Creating Grin on most platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as check us out at our website at creatinggrin.com where you can find links along with pictures, player and character descriptions, as well as campaign setting info. The music, Living Voyage, 
Sky of Our Ancestors, Night Dreams, Urban Gauntlet, and Killers are from Kevin McLeod at Incomtech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution License 3.0, creativecommons.org, backslash license, backslash by, backslash 3.0, backslash.